Welcome to season two of the Aging Project podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Craft, and together we're here to uncover and explore the secrets to healthy, fabulous, vibrant aging. We've done the research and we've found the best guests ready to help you flourish at any age. So join me as I ask the big questions, your questions, to some of the world's leading authorities in health, wellness and lifestyle. Think of them as your own support aging mentor, a group of experts that are here to make the little changes turn into a big difference for us. The Aging Project was created to help you age well, to help us all age well together. So welcome to the Aging Project podcast. Hello everyone, today you're in for a real treat because Dr. Annika Becker, aka The Girlfriend Doctor, is with us all the way from Dallas, Texas, I might add. Dr. Anna is a triple board certified Obgen and she's worked with thousands of women one-on-one to help them understand and improve their health and manage their hormones during menopause. She's also the author of multiple best-selling books, including The Hormone Fix and now Menopause. Today we're asking, what do we need to stop doing or pause during peri and menopause? Think eating habits, timing of meals, and even toxic thinking patterns. Please enjoy this must-listen conversation with Dr. Anna. Oh, and make sure you stay tuned to the end because Dr. Anna shares five blood tests every woman needs to ask their GP for. So have your pen and paper ready. She also shares some of her favourite products, including Jalva, which she's created. And let me quote Dr. Anna. This is for the lips below your hips. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get started and I'll talk to you on the other side of today's chat. Here is our new girlfriend, the Girlfriend Doctor. So Dr. Ed, if you wouldn't mind starting just explaining your story as a woman who has been through menopause not once but twice. Yes, yeah. So I was diagnosed with early menopause and infertility um, when I was 39 years old. I was really struggling and exhausted and... Uh, all of the symptoms, right? It was just really uh, dramatic. And it really, it took me on a journey around the world. Actually, I ended up in Melbourne, Australia, and up to, up to, oh my gosh, where else was I? I was in Geelong for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was up to Brisbane, Australia, and then to the healing retreat in Kinkin. And um, it was just an amazing experience. Actually, that was one of our our stops on the journey around the world, this healing journey I went on. And as a result of that healing journey, Shelley, it, um, it brought in to my doctor's bag other traditional medicines, philosophies, practices, and mindsets that was really healing. And it helped me reverse early menopause and spontaneously become pregnant with a child I was told I would never have. That is unbelievable. Yes. I delivered this baby at at 41 years old. So now I'm 55 with a 14-year-old and longevity and health is even more important now. All powered to you. So this was really your eat, pray, heal, love moment, wasn't it? It absolutely was. And um, it's been fascinating. And then I went into a second cycle around 48 where I was experiencing all the like full-blown brain fog, memory loss, mood swings, irritability. And like I've had patients explain it to me. They say, Dr. Ann, I feel like there's this monster living within me that, you know, 
you know, brings out its roaring head every once in a while. I don't know where it came from. And now I totally get that, the hair loss and the weight gain without doing anything different. So that took me deep to understand, okay, what's the physiological effect? Because my patients would come in and say, Dr. Ian, I'm gaining weight without doing anything different. I'd be like, yeah, sure you are. <laughs> sure you're not doing anything different. Like, you mean that bottle of rosé every night isn't, isn't contributing, isn't helping? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, and it was true. It was true for me. And it was really humbling too. And I was like, oh my gosh, yep, 20 pounds without doing anything different. And I'd been well over 240 pounds at one point in my life. So I was like, oh my gosh, when's this weight going to stop? You know, I'm able to lose those 80 pounds and keep it off for a decade. And and then all of a sudden overnight, this terrible weight gain, it was terrible. And that led me on the journey to do what I write about and teach and lecture about all around the world. It's the, I call the keto green way to help women through perimenopause, the earlier we start, the better, mm-hmm. and, then, and then menopause. You do have a few fabulous books that are already on the market, but you have recently become a grandma. Congratulations. I Thank hope that's you. going well for you. And you've launched a new book, which is like, you know, another baby for you. It's true. It's like a double a double babies this season and actually delivered my granddaughter in a oh. birthing center. And it was an amazing experience. It was the most beautiful birth I've ever been part of. And uh, it was just an incredible experience. And yeah, at the same time, I'm birthing uh, a new book. <laughs> Which is called Menu Pause. Very clever. (laughs) Isn't that great? It's such a great name. And it was really fun to play with the name. And so thinking, okay, you know, like what what do we need to pause in menopause to have success? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. often I will say it's not about doing more. It's about maybe doing less, Mm -hmm. letting go of the things that no longer serve us, whether it's certain food habits, food styles, timing of of meals maybe it's toxic thoughts and behaviors and 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 that's really important to recognize too that how do we pause the things that no longer serve us so with menu pause i created five different six day pauses six day menu plans that each pause something and i incorporate foods from around the world and some philosophies there to help us it's it's really it's really game changing we get so stuck in doing things sometimes like this is the only way to do it or we're in the keto camp or we're in the paleo camp or in the vegan camp it's like hmm, maybe there's something to all of these camps what if we became more tribal and visited each of these camps <laughs> Which is again, I love I love your play on words and of uh, the community, like the come to unity, find your tribe, as you say, and whether that's here uh, with the girlfriend doctor or whether that's a group of ladies that you you can chat to. But it really is about sharing that information and seeing who's working what and what's working for others, um, and really that that community of let's all get through this together. Absolutely, and I think that's one of the things that you know, is a common thread in all the longevity practices in the world, the longevity locations, the blue zones, is a sense of community. You're cared about and you care about others. And checking in all the time. So we're checking in with you about what's working. This new book, Menu Pause, is, as you say, five, six-day, I guess, detoxifying or um, programs that you can follow. There's menus there. So you've made this as easy as possible. All we need to do is go shopping, prepare the meals that are there. And this is, as you say, pausing certain types of food in each and every one of those um, five-day plans. 
and they yes. cross everything from dropping carbs to then having carbs to keto to fasting. So is six days long enough to actually make a change or to feel a change? Yeah, it's absolutely not long enough to break through a plateau, break through a stuck point. The reason for six days, I wanted to do something as short as possible to give you that idea, okay, how do I feel on this plan? So in 72 hours, so in three days, our gut mucosal lining regenerates. So every 72 hours, it regenerates. So six days is two of those 72-hour cycles. Mm -hmm. So we should see by eliminating some of these inflammatory foods within six days, how do I feel? And, um, and certainly through running programs, you know, I have my 10-day keto green detox in my first book, The Hormone Fix, and then I have a 16-day plan in my book, Keto Green 16. And pretty much within, the, you know, after you get past day three, it's like day four, you start to feel better, five, six, you're, you've made a turnaround. You already know how you're feeling. And so the thing is, and where menu pause came about is like, okay, as I've worked with you know, thousands of clients and listening to individuals where they're like, well, I'm stuck here, but I've been doing A, B, and C. I'd be like, well, let's pause all the nightshades. Let's take out all the nightshades. You have a history of Hashimoto's or MS or whatever it may be. And we really want to eliminate this. So we pause that. And some people have really struggled with constipation on a keto, even my keto green diet, really got to work on that fiber. I always say, get alkaline, get those alkalinizers on board before you get into ketosis. But still, some people have trouble with constipation. So this, you know, the second plan is a plant-based plan. And that can really help with supporting gut microbial diversity and supporting regular bowel movements. And lo and behold, you're going to feel better. And then I go into the third plan, which is pausing all vegetables, because some people just have had such digestive and gastrointestinal issues, severe IBS, severe, you know, psoriasis, eczema, et cetera. We've got to pause all the plants and just eat protein and fat. So it's more of a carnivore-ish plan, just six days, but it's powerful. And we get into really high ketosis during this plan. So we're not hungry. Our blood sugar is stable. We feel better and stronger and more energetic. And, um, and so it's a, it's a good way to progress into a good cleanse. So the next mm -hmm. plan, the fourth plan, is more of a, a cleanse with shakes and a liver detox and some you know herbal teas and bone broth. And so you really help support healthy digestion, gut rest, healing, and that's powerful. And then the fifth plan, sometimes I've worked with clients and they've been so restrictive in their keto green lifestyle, really low carb, that for so long without taking a feast day, because I do love my feast days, mm -hmm. so without taking a feast day, and I will add back some carbs. So here's some sweet potatoes. Here's some healthy root vegetables. Here's a good help, you know, good helping of fruit, diverse fruit. And so to help kind of pause. And, and sometimes it's so surprising when clients will be like, oh my gosh, I ate, I ate so much more and I've lost weight. That blows my mind. I'm like, okay, that is not the plan I need, but I'm glad that it's working for you. <laughs> so sometimes we need that. And that's kind of, that's kind of been really fun. The biggest thing I want women to know too, Shelly, in perimenopause and menopause is that a lot of these symptoms are from neuroendocrine issues, the anxiety, the mood swings, the brain fog, the memory loss, those are really troublesome. And it's a fuel problem 
over a food problem. So mm-hmm. we have to shift to using from glucose for fuel because that's hor- the use of glucose for fuel in the brain is hormone dependent. So we have to shift from using glucose to using ketones. When we shift to using ketones for brain fuel, it's not hormone dependent. All of a sudden, like all the fog lifts, we get really clear and better memory and more energy. Like I will never speak on stage again, unless I'm in, you know, ketosis, unless I'm keto green, because memory recall quick, you know, pivot. That's fascinating. It's powerful. The idea is to work through each of these six days in order, not to decide that you love, you know, plan number three, so you're going to stick to, say, keto green for the rest of your life. The idea is to really (laughs) let your body decide which one works best for you. And then when you come out the other side of the five lots of six days, you then go back to sort of a, a, a normal diet or do you then start to sort of sway yourself towards one plan or the other? So I think it's going to be really, we're going to tease that out as we run through it in large groups. I think it's really helpful to go through them in the order that I did, unless you know, hey, I'm really plant-based and I I really want to just stay plant-based or I've been so restrictive, so keto for a long time, I need to do the cleanse, like I'm ready for the cleanse. I want to jump right into that cleanse. And so I like the idea. I laid it out in a way that really makes sense to me. And then once you see which one did I feel the best in, then go back to that and just do more of that on a regular basis. And there's six days because the seventh day, seventh day of rest, maybe, you know, seventh day of feasting, seventh day of fasting, seventh day of, of, you know, experimenting you think you need (laughs) yeah and learn from it right and I think that's that kind of creates a good healthy beat a healthy pattern I do love the idea you'd say on day four I I do a fair bit of fasting and I have done juice cleanses and I've tried sort of different things and I'm always looking for that day where I'm either going to feel bloody incredible or just horrid and it's usually day four it doesn't matter what sort of cleanse I'm doing or what sort of program I'm on day four is either that real high or that real low and I love the way you describe that as your emotions um, detoxifying as well that we need to clear not just our, our bodies of perhaps those toxins but our minds as well Yes, that's so true. One of the things that I learned as I traveled around the world from a Native American shaman, from an an Andean philosopher and an Indonesian healer, like three different areas of the world, I heard the same thing, that the breast hold the energy of relationships, the liver, the energy of anger, the kidney sphere, and the pancreas guilt. And when we're detoxing, we're really mobilizing You know, we're mobilizing the energies for clarity and we need to recognize it. Something comes up and I've seen this now, you know, so often something comes up as you're in your detox thoughts, things you haven't thought about. And I've like been doing this now for many, many years. And every once in a while, I'll be like, I I forgot about that. And it's something that like, man, I needed to deal with it, address it and let it go Mm -hmm. and let it go. Uh, Elsa, she was a philosopher, wasn't she? She is extraordinary. I feel like 
<laughs> we all just need to let everything go. Let it all go every so often. <laughs> okay. Yep, I've saw that. I've seen that movie Frozen a lot of times with my daughters. So she had a frozen birthday party too. Let it go. Just let, let it, it go. go. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, I actually did a um a reel on that on my Instagram channel recently because I was um, at a conference and I was like, gosh, you know, we're out of, you know, university, we're out of cutthroat time period. Why are people being so cutthroat? You know? And I was like, okay, I just, I know I have to let it go and, and let, you know, I'm not responsible for their actions. But I was just like, gosh, that's that cutthroat. Guys, let it go. Work together. The rising tide floats all boats. Let's let's yeah. join hands. There's 50 million women. If we join together, we could all help them. Oh, and this again feeds back into your community that even though you've been working on this your whole life from obviously your medical background, but now you've been exploring that more functional medicine idea too, just and getting everybody's feedback and really driving to create that community to get all the knowledge that you possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. There's always something I'm learning. And it's like, I'd say God's made me humble because I'm often (laughs) learning it for myself first. As crazy as it sounds, and with so many symptoms and signs of perimenopause and menopause, weight gain is the one that rattles us the most. I think perhaps we can deal with the sweats and the flushes and the brain fog, but those extra kilos in places, as you said, that you never had in your 20s and even your 30s, that really does as much as we hate to admit it, the one that really is the dagger to the heart, isn't it? It's like, I can handle everything else, but I just want to wear my skinny jeans today. Um, Why is that the biggest problem and the biggest concern for for women um, during menopause, that weight gain? And obviously your programs, how are they going to help with that? A quick pause to thank our major sponsor, YouMustTryIt.com. YouMustTryIt is a second home for the Ageing Project team. It's come about because we, like many of you, felt overwhelmed with so many wellness products to choose from. So between podcast recordings, we've been on a mission with our in-house wellness guru to bring you the good stuff and only the good stuff. Our favourite brands, just tried and tested products we know you'll love. Products aimed to support you on your journey to age well. Whether it be our favourite collagen, skincare, fake tan or organic teas, we've got you covered. And we would love you to join us. So please sign up at youmusttryit.com. And of course, you'll be the first to hear all the details. Oh, and if you've got a must-try product that you love, then please get in touch on our socials. Thanks so much for listening. Now, back to today's episode. Yeah, it's really, it is a challenge and I've dealt with it myself. As I mentioned, I was once over 240 pounds when I stopped weighing, right? And it was, you know, and I lost that weight and the weight started creeping back on and that was devastating. I mean, you're right, like the brain fog, the hot flashes, the difficulty sleeping, the thing that pushed me over the edge was that weight gain. And, and I think it's true because it's that sense of like, we, gosh, it's so ingrained in us, isn't it? Like everywhere we go, it's this, you know, body image. And, you know, a lot of that has been, you know, no pun intended, um, has put weight on us in, in so many ways. And I think it's that self-image piece. 
one of the things that I recognized in working with women, and especially in menopause and perimenopause, that you know, first it's important to understand this weight gain isn't your fault. You're not broken. It's not that you're getting old and you're one foot into the grave already. It's, um, it's hormonal change. We become more insulin resistant and cortisol dominant as we age, and that takes away our waistline you know, if we let it. So it's all about really, you know, focusing on improving insulin sensitivity, improving cortisol stress management. And, and it's so important. So like cortisol, like this is why I I recommend in all my books, check urine pH, because in acidic urine pH, you can be a complete vegan eating plant foods, lots of greens and be very acidic if you have toxic thoughts. If you have, you know, if you're stressed, cortisol increases hydrogen ion secretion across the renal tubules of the kidney, causing an acidic urine. So that's a marker. That's a biomarker. And research has shown the higher alkaline pH of the urine over seven, like seven, eight, nine, is associated with decreased inflammation, decreased cancer decreased bone loss, decreased metabolic syndrome. And now we know from the work of, of um, and, and new book by Dr. David Perlmutter on uric acid, drop, it's called drop acid, that uh, in order for our, like, our body clears uric acid more when we're more alkaline. So that's the balance between the alkaline foods and ketogenic foods, good fats, good proteins. We need those good greens, but we also need to reduce cortisol and increase my favorite hormone, oxytocin. Yes, yes. We have spoken a lot about that through whether it be talking diets or exercise or meditation, oxytocin is the one that we need. And if only you could take a little, you know, magic tablet for that, we'd all be doing a lot better, wouldn't we? We would, we would certainly. And I've I've prescribed oxytocin in cases where we needed it for that crutch, Mm -hmm. right? When we needed it for that crutch, when we're burnt out, we're stressed, maybe we're doing a book launch (laughs) and being a new grandma moving at the same time, right? I was like, oh man, I need to write myself a prescription for oxytocin (laughs) right now. But, or I could, I could choose to meditate more and pray more and take a couple more breaks during the day and go out for a walk in nature and clear my schedule and turn off my phone for a little bit, right? I could do those things too. Do you do those <laughs> but, things? But oh, a do pill's you have, so easy. Yeah, look, oh, we need 500 hours in the day. Um, do you have a wellness program for yourself that does include those things? Because we now Absolutely. know how important they are. As much as a good diet, you also need to have all those other things going for you as well. What, what do you do? What's your day look like? Yeah, absolutely. And I've learned this, what works for me physiologically based on my urine pH testing, honest to God. I mean, that's been a huge eye opener as I test throughout the day, what makes me acidic, what makes me more alkaline. And then when I know I'm doing those acidic stuff, I just won't test because I don't want, I don't want to see it. But okay, I let's start- stop, stop for a second. How do we do that? How do you test your urine pH? So yeah, you can just get urine pH strips. These are keto pH strips. These are ones I created that have a ketone pad and pH pad on the same strip. So you're not Mm -hmm. using, but you can get pH paper from any health food store or pharmacy just to measure urine pH and just pee on it or pee in a cup and dip it in. And in 60 seconds, read the color. And that's just like that's testing how you your pool, it. the pool water. Is exactly like here. testing your pool water. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's one of the things that's typically when you go into a doctor's office and you do a urine sample, 
they would check, but they never really comment on pH. We're typically looking for urinary infections. But we, you know, part of our strips measured pH, ketones, and in pregnancy, we looked at all of that all the time. Mm -hmm. But we really didn't know how to comment on it. At least I wasn't trained how to comment on it. So I've only learned after the fact. But it's, it's powerful. So I start my day with an alkalinizing, oxytocin-increasing practice. Before I even open my, because I've been to the pits of hell. Anyone listening who's like, gosh, I'm so stressed. I'm so depressed. I can't do this. I get this. I get this. But this is the next right step, right? We have to choose one right next step after the other. You don't have to do everything at one time. But in order to pull ourselves up from the depths of hell, we have to choose life. We have to choose laughter. We have to choose oxytocin. We have to choose community. We have to do these things. Sometimes sometimes we do it for someone else, whatever's your motivating driving force. Sometimes we do it just for ourselves and that's perfect because it starts with us in order to help everyone else. And so I found that before I opened my eyes in the morning, because there was a time where I would Before I was awake, I would just start crying, thinking, how can I face this day? Mm. And so now before I open my eyes, it's a practice to think, where did I see love yesterday? Where did I feel love? And how was I loving? You know, just focusing, what am I grateful for? What are, you know, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful I had a pillow to sleep on. You know, I'm grateful that I'll see my daughters when I wake up. I'm grateful to have hair on my head. I'm, there was a time I was bald to hear from stress and hair loss. So I'm grateful for the hair on my head. And and so like just start, just start with that. And that shifts your physiology. And then there's maybe a meditative practice. I usually do um, um, a journal, like some type of um gratitude journaling or devotional that's like a quote even if it's just a quick one-line quote I'll I like to do a devotional and that's how I start my day I drink a tall glass of water maybe I'll add a scoop of my mighty maca in there so to add some additional alkalinizers and detoxifiers and then I'll go work out and I love to do my workout in the morning because when I leave it to the end of the day like today I'm not getting it done and so um And then I'll break fast, usually after 16 hours of intermittent fasting. So somewhere between 10 and 11 a.m., I'll have, today I had a keto green smoothie, but I could have easily have had some some protein and fat on a bed of arugula drizzled with olive oil and some seasoning. So it really is, as you say, having that plan in place, having those routines that you go through. And I love the fact before you've even opened your eyes, I'm not letting letting anything ruin my day today I'm going to start before I look and it's cloudy and I'm like damn I left the washing on the line or you know the the dog's right there sitting beside you with his face it's like before I even see you I'm just going to make sure that my mindset is (laughs) right and that I can handle this today yeah it is game changing it really is game changing and I learned this as part of my keto green journey because as I you know, got keto green, I recognized how acidic I was. I started to add the alkalinizing foods. I noticed that on the days I I took a walk outside in nature, or I did my gratitude journaling, my urine pH was more alkaline each day. And now I know many colleagues, we've been in such a stressful time, and, and so many of us have gained weight during this time. And I know many colleagues that have started a meditation practice, like a very strong meditation practice to allow them time throughout the day to meditate for at least 20 minutes. And they're just dropping weight. They're not changing what they're eating, but just reducing cortisol is critical to healthy 
you know, second spring of our lives. God, we're fascinating creatures, aren't we? So it's fascinating. Just extraordinary how fascinating we are. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> learning. I'm always learning. <laughs> so going back to peeing on the stick to find out what our pH is, <laughs> we want to find that alkaline level. So what number is that? What is so, the best pH we're looking for? Seven is neutral, but I'm pretty okay. much like if you're seven and higher, seven, 7.5, eight, I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled. So below seven's acidic. So I don't want it to see there. I don't okay. want it to stay there, but definitely getting it above seven, according to the research, that's very favorable. And that's something that we can do at home with either your sticks that I'm sure we can order online. Can't we even yeah. here in Australia, we're able to get yeah. hold of those. Yeah. You have um, four four key tests that women over 40 should have. And these are something, as you say, I, I will go to my GP and say, well, I'm 45, I'm feeling good, what else? And they don't often tell you, you know, if even if you have a blood test or as you say, you do a urine test, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be, A, asking for, looking for. Um, and when the results come back, they just say, no, you're all good. But we want to know more. So what should we be asking for? And what are those four key tests that you suggest we all have? Yeah, there are four key tests. I write about these and more testing in my first book, The Hormone Fix, that chapter two is on testing. And that's really important to get an understanding. But the four key tests that all of us, when we can order, ask our doctors for pretty much every physician will order these for you. It's the first test is your vitamin D 25 hydroxy. We want to look at that because we know vitamin D levels below 50 are damaging, are dangerous. And so we want to get our level above 50. In fact, recent research looking at through the COVID pandemic and looking at risk factors for um, severity of illness, if they had a low vitamin D and a high hemoglobin A1C, they were at significant risk for a worse outcome. So the second test I look at is hemoglobin A1C, and that's a measure of your blood sugar over time. And it looks at these glycation products on your blood, red blood cells, and it tells you how, you know, it gives you a value. We know that when you're six to seven, that's prediabetes, over seven is diabetes. But up until that time, your doctor may see you go from 4.8 to 5.3 to 5.9 and not say anything till you're over six. But every point above 5.3, you're at a significantly increased risk for Alzheimer's and dementia. So our number has to be below 5.3 and actually closer to five. I was up, you know, you know, in my thirties, I was at 5.7 at one point. Now I'm down to 4.8 and I have been, have been down here since I started my keto green way. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. That's game changing. We have a client whose hemoglobin A1C was 8.4 in six months. It was down to 5.7. She just turned the trajectory. I've never been able to do that when your physician, can't do that with patients on prescription. Mm-hmm. It is game changing how we can make this happen. And I've seen it in patient after patient after patient. So that's the second one. So he, vitamin D 25 hydroxy, hemoglobin A1C, and then a marker for inflammation called HSCRP, C-reactive protein, but not a straight C-reactive protein. We want the highly sensitive C-reactive protein. It's more sensitive. Why not? 
And it, it's also been termed cardio C-reactive protein because where, where do we struggle as women, as men? We struggle with heart disease and inflammation. Inflammation and hormone imbalance are, you know, keys to every disease that is known to man pretty much. So, so we want to look at that inflammatory marker. And that's something that's easy to measure. And I had a client, Debbie, um, her hemoglobin A1C when she started my program was 32.7. And within a few months, it was at three. That's <laughs> decreased inflammation. And that is so game changing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So three and number four. And, number and of course, four, these will be on the Aging Project website and you can find these at Dr. Anna's Instagrams and her websites. So all the information is out there, but let's find out what number four is. And number four is a marker of your adrenals because our adrenals, healthy adrenals, that's resilience. That gets us up after we've been shoved down, right? That's, you know, you face adversity and you've got the resilience to go on. I mean, that's your adrenal glands. And so we look at this marker called DHEAS. It's um, DHEA sulfate, which is the form. Sometimes they'll mistakenly order just a straight DHEA, but you want the DHEA sulfate. And you want that number for women to be 200 or higher and 300 and higher in men. Mm -hmm. So you want to have some really good values there. And um, that's associated with good longevity, good bones, Mm -hmm. you know, good sex drive, all that good stuff. So those four tests, they're they're just as... um, essential for men as they are for women they so you are could go and along, I would, you could do this as your togetherness you know program uh, uh, <laughs> absolutely and then you guys love it because you've got markers to compete with each other but you only have to compete with yourself and but it's nice because what gets measured gets managed I would add a fifth marker on now based mm-hmm. on um, the research and and on uric acid I would look at that uric acid level now a lot closer Because, you know, it's very fascinating. And I've been wondering about this because when I went carnivore for a long time, initially it felt great. Then I started not feeling good again. But as much as I know, still adding the alkalinizers and everything back. But likely, especially based on my genetic um, heritage, I was probably pushing out more uric acid because like I started getting pain in my left big toe. And I was like, why am I getting gout-like pain? And most likely it was because I was building up uric acid. So I definitely have worked to clear that. No more pain because, you know, when you're doing yoga and you got to do the downward dog to the upward dog to the or whatever (laughs) it is, chaturanga to the upward dog to the downward dog, you're like rolling over your big toe. I'm like, ow, 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 ow. It doesn't hurt anymore. So I think that may have been part of that uric acid. So I think that's something that I'm starting. I'm going to start measuring too. So I'd add that fifth one. Right. Oh my goodness. It never ends. But I love having a list and something to actually work through and work towards. Um, You've also got products that you love, love to have. And and I assume that these don't matter whether you are doing the carnivore, whether you are on keto green. Um, Maca powder is obviously a great one. And you have this and you put this, you know, you have this in everything, no matter what plan or day you might be on. Yeah, I really do recommend it because my maca is also combined with 30 other superfoods. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination from my journey around the world. Honestly, that's where that came from. So I attribute some of these healing foods to helping me reverse that early menopause. Mm-hmm. And now I know that the combination really improves our DHEAS level, decreases inflammation, helps with blood sugar stabilization. So there's been a lot of 
of um, amazing results from the combination. And yeah, to help your body, when, especially when we start fasting more and we're eating, you know, I mean, everything we're eating has some type of exposure. We really have to be as organic and non-GMO, but I go out to eat, but I make sure that I, I detox and support my detox pathways regularly too and watch that. It's important to do that. So the Mighty Maca Plus is the powder um, that's combined and it tastes, it looks like Fear Factor, it's green, but it tastes really good. I mean, I have two-year-olds that are drinking it and it's it really is, it really is good. So that's the um, alkalinizing super adrenal adaptogenic superfood combination. Okay. So that's great for all of those things that we were just talking about. Those five key markers, the maca powder is really working towards uh, optimal results for all of those. Yes. You've mentioned your keto green shake, which is something that you do every day. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much every day. Well, you know, it depends, but almost every day. I definitely had a keto green shake today. And today I blended up. I had some celery. So I have a keto green powder. And the reason I created my powder was to add some additional seed nut protein for hormone balancing. Also, it's a completely vegan protein shake. I'm not, I mean, I like collagen peptides. Sometimes I'll add them in, you know, and and certainly non-vegan protein sources. But every once in a while, you know, we get... I, Adding that vegan protein, high quality protein is very beneficial and it's zero grams of sugar. It's pretty much unheard of in the, you know, protein shake space, but zero grams of sugar. And that was really important to me. Also, my keto green powder has MCT oil and all the albion micronutrients and chelated minerals to support your diet, you know, to be easily digested. So the highest quality vitamins and minerals and detoxifiers are added into that too. So I made that today for lunch with some celery, ice, and a tablespoon of nut butter. I added extra in there because I love that nutty that flavor. Creamier. Mm-hmm, and can you so chuck good. your maca powder in that? Can we? Can this oh, be like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then product number three, is it Jalva cream? Jalva, oh, Jalva it is my cream? favorite. Oh my gosh. Okay. So by the time you release this too, we're going to have our Jalva Lip Duo out. And so Jol- so this is the breaking through barriers. I, mean, I was like disrupting menopause. So here's my Jolva duo, lip duo for our lips above and below the hips. So we have oh. Jolva for our upper lips and Jolva for our lower lips. <laughs> and this... <laughs> I know, right? I knew we were going to go there eventually. Where you got it? I'm it's just crossing so my legs now. I know. It's so good. We could do a pelvic floor exercises while we're talking about it. You know, it's so important. Our pelvic health, I would say clitoris to anus, the most valuable real estate of our body. It is important till we die because there's nothing that creates more disruption in life too. If we're having yeast infections, incontinence issues, hemorrhoids, we want to keep and keep the clitoris healthy. I mean, we want to keep this area healthy and functioning. So have Jolva um, and it's, you can apply it externally. You can put it on your finger, put it on toilet paper, wipe with it. You can put it on, you know, vibrator. You can put it on your, as a lubricant during sex, but it's Just more than it a lubricant there. and a moisture. Get, get it, it on there. there. Do it daily. And yeah. And it has DHEA. It has plant stem cells from the Alpine Rose and it has um, emu oil, coconut, um, 
oil and some shea butter. So it's very nourishing and it will help your body regenerate its own natural moisture. I have a 65 year old patient that's been using Jolva for a few years now. And she went to her gynecologist. She texted me afterwards. She goes, Dr. Anna, my GYN says I've got the vagina of a 25 year old. She's 65. Three years ago, she got married and they have an active sex life. He's 10 years younger. And she said, you know, like, I don't, she goes, I don't think our relationship would be the same if I didn't have Jolva. Oh I mean, God, so, what a cream and what a woman. I think we need to chat to her next. You're going to have I, to pass oh my her details. She is great. She is great. And then I created the Jolva Kiss formula because I was using, I went to, you know, a beauty counter you know, years ago. And there, you know, the woman there, because I love my Christian Dior red, and the woman there is like, well, we need to put this wax thing here so you don't get those lipstick bleeds. I'm like, what? Lipstick bleeds. And so there was like, from there, it was like filler, Botox for the lips. So anyway, I started using Jolva on my lips. When I thought about it, I started, so it's been a couple years, I started using Jolva on my lips. So I wanted to create an ointment, like a lip treatment mm -hmm. for our upper lips too. So it created this beautiful Jolva lip formula. So it really does help with those fine lines and wrinkles. And what I've been noticing since I've been using this regularly now that I have it in this great fun applicator is my little marionette lines are reducing. So that's so Amazing. fun. Amazing. Better than filler. Better than filler. There you go. So you do. You wake up in the morning. You don't open your eyes. You reach over. You grab your two gelvers. You do your bit. Then you have Oxy your gratitude. <laughs> Oxytocin increasing behavior. Self-pleasuring is an oxytocin increasing uh, behavior. And certainly I think the world would be a better place if all of us did that. <laughs> there we go. Well, now you've given us a, um, a perfect excuse if you need one or a reason. It's a part of our daily routine and we've got to get onto that as well. Yes. So is it available here in Australia? Can we get hold of this magic cream? There is. There are some physicians in Australia that are carrying it. And um, if you email my office team at drannacabeca.com, my customer service team, they will tell you exactly where to get it. So Jolva is available in Australia. So is my Mighty Maca through, mm -hmm. through some of these physicians that are carrying it. Okay, great. And so we can't order it direct from you? Um, I don't think we're shipping to Australia right now. Mm -hmm. But we would ship to, like, we would love having, you know, a, a distributor there. We would absolutely love it. Uh, Amanda? Right? Amanda, who created the Aging Project? This is it? This is it? This is the one? Oh, joint venture. Joint <laughs> venture. Aussie distributors, I love it. This is, this is fantastic. Oh, my it goodness. It is anti-aging. You you're wonderful. Yeah. You're wonderful. It and fun, right? We've got to break those barriers down thinking like, you know, women won't hesitate. And I found this too, too, to be true. We won't hesitate spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on creams or doing fillers and Botox. And, you know, we know this is happening here, but we don't want to believe it's happening down there. Like that's femininity, right? Mm -hmm. Like, or what? I'm not going to, you know, I'm fine down there. I'm fine down there until it's really bad. And I, and I see, I see, I've seen that as a gynecologist over and over again. And I would just say, it's just, it's true. It's a natural part of aging. And while it's natural, suffering is optional. There's something we can do about it. Bioidentical hormones and, you know, Jolva contains DHEA. So bioidentical DHEA has been shown to, to turn the, you know, turn back the hand of clock and especially the hand of time, especially in this combination with the plant stem cells. 
And um, I've seen it over and over again. Certainly in my life, like I created these products, you know, to be open and honest, I created them for me. <laughs> I created them for me because it was my doctor's bag that was acceptable or well, in- invention is or necessity. the mother of necessity. Is that what they say? Yes. Yes, that's so true. I know that all of our community would love to become a part of your community. So where can we find you and how do we get hold of you? And uh, you probably don't do consultations like this all the time, but becoming a part of the Girlfriend Doctor program, um, I'm sure we'll find lots of answers to questions we have. So where do we track you down? Yeah, absolutely. And we have um, a girlfriend my girlfriend doctor club, which I do lives twice a month with these women. It's been amazing because we do two way interaction, right? Which is so great. Like us here. And, um, and I do like, I show up on my social media, on my Instagram at the girlfriend doctor. That's a great place to connect with me. Cause I'm also kept keeping an eye on my daughters and grandbaby through Instagram too. And then also my website, please visit me at dranna.com. And check out my new book, Menu Pause. Menu Pause. It's going to be a fun book to do in groups. So get girlfriends to do it with you. Let's start building community like this together. That sounds fabulous. We are all on board. I can't thank you enough for your time today. I really, really appreciate you giving us so much um, of your story and and your knowledge. Um, and I know you're going to get a lot of new Aussie followers now. I love it. I love it. Good memories from when I was in Australia. I look forward to coming back there sometime. Yes, we would love to have you. Let me know when you're on your way. I will. I will, Shelley. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Isn't Dr. Anna fabulous and full of knowledge? She did make me blush a few times, I will be honest. It's safe to say I have never heard the saying, clitoris to anus is the most valuable real estate in our bodies, but now we have. Who knew we needed to focus on keeping the clitoris healthy and functioning as we age? This wasn't something my mother or my girlfriends have ever shared with me. I'm super keen also to get those blood levels checked and pick up Dr. Anna's book, Menu Pause. I hope you feel the same. Thank you all so much for being here. I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation and please feel free to share your feedback via a review or a rating on iTunes or your fave podcasting channel. And of course, we would love to hear from you direct to our socials. I'll leave you with one more of Dr. Anna's fabulous quotes. Choose life, laughter and community and choose one right step after the other. You don't need to do it all at once. That is great advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Anna. And thank you for tuning in once again to the Aging Project podcast. I'm Shelley Craft, and I'll see you soon. The Aging Project is brought to you by Poly Studio. They're our go-to team for all things podcasting.